Yo, what is going on, everyone? What is cooking? This is scriptwriter Steve. You reach my podcast, Barbecue to Movies. Today is June 9th, 2021. Guess what? It's currently 3.55 a.m. in the morning. That's right, a.m. In case of Joe Biden, it's a Wednesday. Not a Monday, Tuesday, Saturday, or Sunday. It's a Wednesday, Joe. Take that sippy cup out of your mouth. You know, I like working late at night, burning the midnight oil. They call me a night owl. I didn't know I have a 10% higher risk of dying than all you morning people out there. Huh, that makes me feel really nice. They're saying that out of the 50,000 people that they sampled in the study, and this is, a, I guess, some like University of Surrey in the United Kingdom study or Northwestern Medicine, blah, blah, blah. They make it sound really important. Anyway... You know what? This is probably a taxpayer-funded study, a useless study. So they said that again. Um, night owls, you know, try to who try to live in a, in, in a morning lark world may have the health consequences for their bodies. What the hell does that mean? Night owl trying to live in a morning lark world may have the health consequences for their bodies. Can these guys speak regular English? My God! You know, I hate when scientists talk. Because it's all vocabulary. You know, they they try to use, you know, simple terms like night owl, right? But they start saying, you know, night owls trying to live in a morning lark world may have health consequences for their bodies. Why don't they just say night owls who don't get enough sleep may have health consequences, right? (laughs) Oh, God. They're always trying to sound smarter than they actually are. You know, scientists, you know, make no mistake, scientists are smart. But when they go out of their lane, they're not that smart. In fact, they can go from very, very smart to very, very stupid, all right? You know, I'm just telling you. I'm, I'm not going to go further into that. I don't want to get off and go into a tangent because I can talk about that for hours upon hours upon hours because that's one of my pet peeves. You know, the absent-minded professor. Oh, can't stand him. So how was your day? Uh, my day? Did some weddings and uh, came home, watched some TV. Oh, watched a little, I think a little portion of the movies. Just got finished watching Tucker Carlson and Laura Ingram. That's why I'm up so late. Then answered some emails and then watched some uh, Air Crash Disaster. By the way, if you ever watch that show, don't watch too much of that show because it'll make you flat out paranoid of flying. Uh, you, know, I, you know, I'm not scared of flying, but when I watch too much of that show, I'm like, you know, I want to make sure that my pilots and my mechanics really know what they're doing. <laughs> I don't want to... I don't want to get into the stories that I've seen on top of there, but if I do, you'll listen to my podcast. Maybe maybe you'll quit listening to my podcast. Why don't we just say that? Because it'll drive you nuts. But it's a very good series. Very interesting. Very, very interesting. And once you watch one, you can't stop watching it. Okay. So uh, before I get into the whole uh, body of my podcast, you know, because right? I want to talk about uh, transphobia, which is a really, really, really interesting topic, right? Uh, but I'll give you an update right now on COVID in Hawaii and what's happening right now, uh, as, I guess, as far as our our freedom is in Hawaii, well, like what's going on in Hawaii. So COVID right now is dying. It's really, really, really dying. Let me pull up a report here. Um, I think we only had 36 new infections as of yesterday. So that's really cool. Tuesday, 36 infections. Um 15 were on Oahu, that's where I live, 13 on Maui, 2 on the Big Island, and then 1 on Kauai. 
And there are also five residents diagnosed out of state. Why are they counting people who are diagnosed out of state um, against our local tally? If they are locals who have gone on vacation and they're diagnosed there, they can't come to Hawaii, right? And if they're residents who transplanted over there, like, say, in a different state, maybe a, hopefully a red state, why are we counting them? I know for a fact that there are some people who I know who got positive with COVID, moved. They were like, you know, ex-Hawaii pats. Why don't we talk? Why don't we say it that way, right? There are locals who basically transplanted, like in Florida, came down with COVID there, and Hawaii counted them against their tally, their local tally. Okay, that doesn't make any sense to me, right? Because they're con- they're counting against the tally in Florida, and they're counting against the tally in Hawaii. You're counting one person twice. And if you do that enough, well, that number goes up pretty much exponentially, right? When it doesn't need to go. I mean, it goes up 100%, you know, cumulatively. In, in the United States, when you have one person who actually got counted twice, and they're always doing this, always. You know, so right now, the cumulative tally for America will be 10 out of our five. And how many states are doing this? That's what I'm wondering, right? Okay, and so the 15 people on Oahu, 13 on Maui, two on the Big Island. I got a question. How many of those people were wearing masks? They won't tell you that. Could you imagine if the state of Hawaii came out with a stat that said, out of the 15 people on Oahu, all 15 were wearing masks? Well, more than likely, that's true because... 99% of the people here in Hawaii, they came out with a stat, actually wear masks. That means masks don't work, right? If people saw that stat, that 99% of the people, of the 15 people or 13 people were wearing masks and they're still infected, people would say, what the hell, these masks don't work. I tell you what, if they did work, they would tell us. They would say, 15 were on Oahu, 13 were on Maui, two on the Big Island, and none of them were wearing masks. The state would brag about that. Of course, they won't because they know the opposite, right? They know the truth out there, and it is the opposite. They're a bunch of liars, bunch of liars. Okay, so I'm going to go cut to commercial. When I get back, we're going to get into this topic of transphobia, all right? I don't like it. I don't like the word transphobia because, you know, the trans community... And those who are in the, I want to say the whole LGBTQ community, but again, that trans community and the questioning community or whatever they want to call it, they are, they are playing the victim card way too much and they're looking to cancel people who don't hate them. So this is something that's really wrong out there because you have some really good people out there who are, including myself, who are not transphobic. We have no irrational fear of any trans person. You know, if I see a trans person, I don't really care who they are, who, how they choose to identify themselves. I really don't care how they dress, anything. You know, I may think it's kind of weird, but it's their body. Do whatever you want to your body. But do I have to accept it? That's the question. So I want to get into that, right? Because it's a pretty heavy topic. So I want to, I'll tell you where I stand because a lot of people, they do, they do not like to talk about this because they don't want to ruffle some feathers right there, right? And right now, being quote unquote, you know, transphobic will get you canceled on Facebook. I mean, if you say anything, quote unquote, transphobic, which is not transphobic, you know, you'll get 
you, you may get your profile just suspended, right? And you may get like all these people just complaining left and right. So um, I'm going to cut, cut to commercial. And then when I get back, uh, we'll get straight into this. All right. Hey, what's going on, everyone? It's scriptwriter Steve with a shameless plug for my company, Dream Weddings Hawaii. So if you want to get married in Hawaii, if you want to get your vows renewed in Hawaii, and if you want some family pictures in Hawaii, make sure you check me out. So my website is dreamweddingshawaii.com. So that's dream, weddings with a S, Hawaii spelled out, dot com. Okay, everyone, I hope you're back from that commercial break. I'm playing some of this curiosity music right now. Kind of wants me to eat a spicy meatball. (laughs) All right, we are going to be talking about transphobia. Very serious topic. I feel like I wanted to lighten up the mood a little too, right? Can't always take life too serious. We can't always be pointing the card and being angry at everyone all the time. All right, I'm going to turn this music down. Yeah, that's what we are this I guess in America nowadays. We're all trying to figure out which victim card we can play, right? That's why we take those DNA tests. We all want to say, ooh, wow, I'm, you know, 1% minority and all that. So I'm 1% victim. Or are you 10% victim? That is so great. You know, I want to be part of a group that is just victimized. Well, I tell you what, I'm 100% Chinese, and for all of you people out there who keep accusing me of being white because my last name is Young, I'm 100% Chinese. Yes, Y-O-U-N-G is also a Chinese name, all right? It is not just a white name out there, and just because I sound like a white dude doesn't mean I am a white dude. I'm 100% Chinese and a Trump supporter, which drives a lot of the liberals just crazy out there. They can't understand why someone who's Chinese would be okay with a person who calls the COVID-19 virus the Chinese virus because it's from China. Or why don't you call it the Wuhan virus because it's from the Wuhan lab, most likely. Not the wet market, not from a pangolin, not from a bat, but manufactured from the Wuhan lab by the Chinese via Dr. Flauchi. I call him Flouchy, which is Fauci, Slouchy combined together. He now, I call him Flouchy, Dr. Flouchy. In fact, I don't even, I have dropped the name Doctor from his entire title because he's just an evil guy. You know, he, <laughs> I had another podcast where I considered him a serial killer. I think he is. I'm not sure if I'm going paranoid there, but he fits <sighs> all the checkpoints right there. Okay, the check marks. So anyway... Let's get into this transphobia thing because I don't like this word at all. Now, I think there are some people who may be transphobic, but what does the word phobia mean? It means you have an irrational fear of someone who's transgender, right? Like, for example, homophobia. You have an irrational fear of someone who's homosexual or gay or a lesbian or something like that, right? And, you know, when it comes to homophobia... I think I can understand that. In many cases, the right, the Christians, or the very much, very much faithful, a lot of faithful groups were 
honestly homophobic. I will confess to even myself may have been homophobic at one time. Not very fearful of homo, I guess, ho- fearful of homosexuals, but at that time, you know, I didn't understand it as well. And this is me growing up when I was a lot younger, right? We're talking like maybe 17, 18 years old, you know, raised as a Christian, and I'm still a Christian, but then again, you don't realize how judgmental you are. You know, you're, you're basically being right here. And, you know, when you're, in this Christian type of atmosphere, in this bubble here, you don't realize that you are being homophobic because your, I guess your justifications for saying why two people can't marry or two people can't be together is because you're going to go to hell, right? And uh, we really don't have the right as Christians to decide who's going to go to hell and who's not going to go to hell. We really don't. That's only Jesus. So for us to sit on the white throne, and say, you're going to go to hell because, you know, you're homosexual. That's not right, right? You can't marry because we said so. That's not right either, okay? So in that case, that becomes an irrational fear. Now, is it the same as transphobia, right? I don't think it is. Because the roots in the quote-unquote transphobia movement, the people who are against transgenders, um, I guess the spread of transgenderism, uh, have a, an argument that's not really based upon moral arguments, but more based upon science and culture arguments more so, right? But more so science, right? So to get into this, first of all, you know, we have to start with genders. We really have to start with genders. Now, before, back in the olden days, when we talk about gender, we say, what is your gender, right? You're either male or female. These days in the modern era, uh, maybe just the very recent modern era, there are so many gender types that are popping up. On Facebook, I actually identify as a DeLorean time machine. Yes, that's an option. So male, female, DeLorean time machine, that could be a gender. I had actually got, <laughs> here's the funny thing. I actually got suspended from Facebook because I told a guy in a comment that an attack helicopter is not a type of gender. And that was considered hate speech. And I basically attacked him. I said, well, what type of um, attack helicopter are you? And what type of missiles do you carry? What type of, you know, what are you armed with? How, what's your ceiling? What's your altitude ceiling, right? He couldn't answer that. He said, you're being transphobic because, and apparently he identifies as a, attack helicopter and I can't do anything about it, right? So, you know, Facebook says my comment, which basically was questioning him, goes against our community guidelines and I got suspended for about three days, which is crazy. So let's go through all the different types of genders there are out there, okay? So there's, I think they pronounce it agender and they spell it with A-G-E-N-D-E-R. Get this, that means not having a gender or identifying with a gender, they may describe themselves as being gender neutral or genderless. Okay, so um, they look below and they say they don't th- see a penis or a vagina, and they're saying they're not, they're neither because what? Okay, by gender, a person who fluctuates between traditionally male and female gender-based behaviors and identities by gender. Wow, that's weird. Okay. Now, this is not being me culturally different or anything. I just don't think that's possible. I really think if you can fluctuate between male and female, you know, at will, 
there's something wrong with your brain. There's really something wrong with your brain. There is a personality type out there that does struggle with finding an identity. And I'll tell you what, a lot of transgenders are of this personality type. So when you search your entire life, you travel the world and you, you travel the galaxy trying to find meaning, trying to find definition, trying to answer the question, why are you here? And a lot of times this personality is, is attached to an artistic personality, right? A person who's very metaphoric in their thinking, well, their gender will also become very, very metaphoric. And this is what we're seeing. This type of personality type reaching out and being metaphoric with their gender. And that's all this is, okay? Now we go into cisgender. A person whose gender identity and biological sex assigned at birth are the same. For example, they were, they were born biologically as a male and expressed their gender as male. So I guess I would be considered a cisgender, right? But again, I like to consider myself just male. Why can't I consider myself just male? I have to say I'm cisgender. Okay, working down the entire list here, gender expression, the external display of one's gender through a combination of how they dress, how they act, and other factors, generally measured on scales of masculinity and femininity. Now, you know, you know what? A lot of these lines are getting blurred because by gender kind of sounds like gender expression, right? Next one. Gender fluid, a mix of boy and girl. A person who is gender fluid may always feel like a mix of the two traditional genders, but may feel more a man some days and more a woman other days. Wait a minute. I thought by gender said that. I, I thought gender expression also expressed that. Now, you get what I'm saying here? Their own de definitions here are getting very confused, getting very much blinded, right? So a person can say, well, they're bi-gender, they're gender expression, they're gender fluid, they're, you know, they can be all of these. And again, it's that personality type that is just always searching for an identity. And a lot of them, you know, a lot of kids who are in this mode of just searching for a meaning of their life, they're basically latching onto this, thinking that this is finally the solution because they never felt comfortable in their skin. Well, wake up call, everyone. That's a personality type. It doesn't mean you're transgender, all right? Gender queer. A gender identity label often used by people who do not, who do not identify with being a man or a woman or as an umbrella term for many gender non-conforming or non-buried. Oh, boy. Hold on. Okay, one more time. One more time. <laughs> they you start using a lot of words that I'm not used to saying a lot of times. Okay. Gender queer is a gender identity label often used by people who do not identify with being a man or a woman or as an umbrella term for many gender non-conforming or non-binary identities. Okay, so I'm getting really confused there. So they're not a man or a woman. They don't like any of them. They don't even want to be non-binary or even non-conforming. So they're just gender queer. They're just really confused. So they look between their legs and they're just, oh my God, what is this? I have no idea what it is and everything. Like, I mean, that is a person who really needs to see a head doctor. And here's the problem with transgenderism, the way I see it, is that a lot of these people need help. You know, instead of embracing, you know, um, this, embracing this mental disorder, which it really is, right? They've taken an unhealthy, 
uh, I guess, what we call in screenwriting or even the Enneagram, a type four individual who is always searching for an identity. And this is, this right here is when they're, when this personality is very, very unhealthy. And now they're saying that this is a healthy way to think. No, this is very, very, very unhealthy. All right. We're not even done with the list here. Okay. But I want to go through this entire thing here. There's intersex. A person born with a reproductive or sexual anatomy that doesn't seem to fit the typical definitions of female or male. Okay. For example, a person might be born appearing to be female on the outside, but having mostly male type anatomy on the inside. Okay. So maybe that's, that one may be actual scientific. All right. So that one, we can say we understand that one. All right. Gender variant. Someone who either by nature or by choice does not conform to gender-based expectations of society. So again, this is another version of gender fluid, you know, uh, by gender and also gender expression. Again, this is another version of that. It's almost like a simile, right? It's so close. Okay, here's another one. MX, period. Okay, it's a title, like Mr., Mrs., or etc., that is gender neutral. Okay, so it's a, it's basically, it's, it's a greeting. Mix? Is that mix? Do you pronounce it as mix? Pronounced as mix. Mics? Similar to M's. It is often the option of choice for folks who do not identify as cisgender. So instead of putting Mr. or Mrs., they put MX period and pronounce mix? Mix? I have no idea. Okay, I am getting confused here, all right? Are you getting confused? If you're getting confused, you may be transphobic, by the way. Okay, third gender. A term for a person who does not identify with either man or woman, but identifies with another gender. I, what gender is there other than man or woman? I mean, let's be honest, right? You're not man, you're not woman. What is the third gender? <laughs> okay, this gender category is used by societies that recognize three or more genders there's three or more? What? Both contemporary and historic, and is also a conceptual term, meaning different things to different people who use it. What? Okay, I must be really transphobic. No, I'm, I'm not transphobic. I'm really confused. I'm really, really... Are you confused? I'm freaking confused. Okay, transgender. Finally, finally we're going to go into transgender. Okay, transgender... A person who lives as a member of a gender other than that is expected based on their sex assigned at birth. Okay, so we kind of understand that, right? Oh, my favorite. Two-spirit is an umbrella term. Traditional, hold on. It is an umbrella term traditionally used by Native American people to recognize individuals who possess qualities of both genders. Okay, it's an umbrella term traditionally used by Native American people to recognize individuals who possess qualities of both genders. So you can be both female and male. Okay, they and her are alternate, pro alternate pronouns that are gender neutral, pronounced Z and here. They replace he and she and his and hers, respectively. Alternatively, some people who are not comfortable do not embrace he, she, and use the plural pro pronoun they, there, as a gender-neutral singular pronoun. Man, the way they word these sentences, you can really, you have to really sit 
two, two or three times. I mean, geez. Oh my God. Ze and here. Ze, 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 no. Ze and here. Oh, never mind. Okay. So these are all the different types of genders out there. And I guess as an umbrella term, if you're transphobic, you kind of disagree with almost everything here on the list, right? And you maybe animately disagree. And for myself, I do animately disagree here. When I say animately, I am like, you know, waving my arms here saying, whoa, 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 something is wrong with you. Something, something really, really is wrong with you because not everyone out there is a transgender. And I think too many kids, again, who are searching for an identity, searching for a purpose, are trying to find a purpose in this type of lifestyle. And we have to be very, very careful with that. And I'll get into that right into this right now. So um, right now, st statistically, only 0.06% of all Americans identify as transgender. But lately, they've been getting the most, the most press, right? Now, I have to ask you a question here. Say, say a transgender, you have a transgender woman. That means a transgender woman who has not gone through their post-op surgery. So they still have the penis on the bottom. They may have boobs on the top, right? And they fall in love with another transgender woman, again, who didn't get the full plumbing change, right? So they both, you have transgender women, both, both who have penises, right? They're considered lesbians. No, those are two men. Those are homosexuals. Those are like gay men, right? But just because they have boobs, you know, they're women. Or just because they identify as women, I don't think that makes them a lesbian, right? They're men. You know, they're, unless they get their plumbing changed. And even when they get their plumbing changed, they're not really fully women. So this is strange right here, right? So even the, the males are actually infringing upon the lesbian community. There is, a, I, I seen on TV, there's a couple, a lesbian couple. One is a pre-op, you know, no, hold on, they, not pre-op. I think they call it pre-op or hold on. They didn't get their plumbing changed. So one lesbian has a penis. The other one has a, has a vagina. She's a real woman, right? And they call themselves a lesbian couple. And then, you know, one lesbian girl ended up getting the other lesbian pregnant. How can that be? You know, lesbians can't have children unless they have a sperm donor, right? But how can a lesbian have a penis and then impregnate a lesbian woman? That's just, that's just a regular straight couple. Again, you know, this whole transgenderism thing is getting kind of crazy, right? So if you think that there's something wrong there with this whole, you know, basically twisted pretzel type of way of thinking, they start labeling you as transphobic. Now, again, this is not a moral argument. This is pretty much common sense, scientific, logical type of argument. You have a lesbian. Uh, that's what they're saying. They're a lesbian. But one of the girls there actually have a penis. The other girl there has a vagina. They have sex. The, the girl with the vagina gets pregnant, of course. How are they a lesbian couple? That's a regular couple. That's a straight couple. It just happens to be that your husband has a, has a boobs and likes to dress with, in women's clothes. Right? So that's, they had the boobs cosmetically and they're a cross dresser. <laughs> you know? And just because you're a method actor and like to, like, you know, dress, you know, and I guess live like a woman, it doesn't make you a woman. You're not a woman. <laughs> you're not a lesbian. <laughs> okay? Um, here's the other thing 
biological females are not the same as transgender females. So what do we have right now? We have transgender female athletes who are, I guess, taking part in regular female athlete, athlete, um, athletic sports, and they're basically dominating all of their sports. So where are all the women's rights people, right? We can't say women's right women, right? Where are the women's right women? Because we can't say women anymore. They have to be people, right? So where are, are all the women's right, I guess, women of the women's right movement? Can we say that? See, you, you can't even say that. You have to say women's right people or people's right. I mean, I, it's so confusing, but they're quiet. The transgender female has taken away the women's right movement from the females, right? doesn't make any sense. And transgender females are not the same as males either, okay? So it, it gets very, 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 very confusing. It's because you have these transgender females out there, right? They're saying, oh, they're actually transgender females. But again, are they fully male? Are, 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 they, are, are, are they fully, are they actually fully male? Because they've, they've taken all these hormones, they've basically created kind of a whole new species in a way. I mean, I hate to say that because, again, if you have a penis on the bottom and breast on the top, that's not of any type of, you know, type of species that is made, naturally made in, in the world, right? It's, that just doesn't make sense. And, and then there's the other argument to that. Can males give birth? You know, no, they can't. But then we have, you know, again, college teaching you that, yes, males can give birth. And if you don't believe that, you're transphobic. No, the male cannot give birth. Absolutely not. It's almost like saying, you know, periods are not just for females. Okay, so now we're getting very, very, very stupid in our science, right? This is just common sense. It's not has nothing to do with religion. I did not even, you know, say Jesus said this, Jesus said that, you were born this way, you were born that. No, I'm just practicing common sense right here. So this is my big problem there. So say you have about a 10-year-old kid, a 10-year-old male, and um, what? And he says he's, he wants to become a transgender female, right? Or he wants to become female. Why don't we just say that, right? So what do they do? Well, they chemically castrate him. They chemically, they have him take drugs so he can no longer, you know, ever, ever have kids. And then at a very young age, they cut off his wanker or mutilate it and give him a vagina. And then they start prepping him with hormones to take so he can grow breasts. And then they would, these hormones, by the way, when you put estrogen into a young boy or anyone, when you put estrogen into a young boy specifically, it becomes very cancerous. So what else do they do? They put him on a steady dose of prednisone. So now you're doping up a kid, a healthy kid, you just cut off his penis, chemically castrated him, put hormones in him that may cause cancer, and also put, prednisone, also put him on prednisone, which is a steroid, and you think that's healthy? And I can't say that that's not good. I can't raise my hand and say, hey, what are you thinking here? Oh, I'll be considered transphobic? <laughs> Does that make any sense? I'm not transphobic. I care for that kid, right? Maybe this kid can do this when he gets older. 
you know, there are, are a lot of, there are, are a lot of former, uh, I guess, uh, transgender people who have detransitioned, by the way, a lot of them. And many of them, uh, many transgenders are still depressed, still lost, still trying to find their identity, even after undergoing all of the surgery, all of those things, right? It's not for everyone. It may be the solution for some. It's not the solution for the majority. And in fact, there's a lot of transgenders out there who basically have pulled back completely and regret transitioning in the first place and also blame their doctors for pushing it on them. You know, putting them on a, you know, like they had women, young girls who got their breasts cut off completely, their breasts were cut off and they, were start, they, they started a, a testosterone regimen with prednisone, et cetera, et cetera, right? It, and they were completely devastated because they were turning into a boy and they didn't want to turn into a boy, right? And they transitioned back into a girl, but they will never get their breasts back. Now, hopefully they can get like their breasts back with some type of surgery and they can build something there, but you know what I mean. And it devastates them to this very day. And you can find that these videos on top of the internet where these people just regret transitioning. Yet again, if you raise your hand and say, you know what, maybe you better think about it this way. And maybe what, maybe you know what, you do have something wrong or some type of gender dysphoria, which is the clinical term, right? Uh, with it, because again, you know, there may be something wrong with you. You may be a very unhealthy personality type right there. You may not be the best version of yourself. So maybe we shouldn't go through this. You can't even raise your hand, even in the psychology, even in the psychiatry and the psychology world, you can't even raise your hand. And if you do, you run a risk of losing your license. Isn't that crazy? Right? So what you have here is that you have a society that is basically destroying itself and saying that, hey, you know what? If you feel like you're lost, you, you don't have a place in this world, and you spent your entire life searching for your meaning, of your meaning, your, your, the definition of who you are, and you stumbled upon this, and for the fact that you want to cut off your penis, cut off your breast, or, or just mutilate your body, that's considered healthy. You know, I wanted to be a you know, football player when I was in uh, high school. And if I wanted to, to take steroids to make myself grow taller, get more muscles and everything, they said, you can't do that. That's cheating. Right? When Lance Armstrong took steroids and hormones and all those things to win the uh, Tour de France, they said that was cheating. So if you take hormones and all these and take, to, to turn into a woman or a man, isn't that cheating? No, that's finding your identity. Let me ask you this. Okay, I'm going to leave you with this. Just imagine if I was a pirate, right? Or no, hold on, back it up. Imagine if I wanted to become a pirate. And I said, well, in order to complete the transition, I have to cut off my leg. So I go to a psychologist and they say, hey, wait a minute, Steve, you're not a pirate. Don't cut off a perfectly working leg. Because you need that later on. You may regret it later on. I said, no, I'm a pirate. I want to cut off my leg. And if I told you that, you say, hey, wait a minute, Steve, there's something wrong with you. Go see a head doctor, right? There's something wrong with you because you're not a pirate. You don't even like going on the ocean. You're not a pirate. 
But now, if I cut off my penis and say I want to become a girl, <laughs> you won't see anything. So I cut off my leg, I want to see a, be a pirate, you raise your hand, cut off my penis, I want to be a girl, you know, or or like, you know, you know, uh, <laughs> you know, mutilate it however you want it to be, right? Because I heard they, they don't cut it off, you know. But you won't even raise a hand, raise an objection because that would be called considered transphobic. It's crazy. Completely crazy. So the question is that, does transphobia actually exist? I think so. I think there's people out there who are definitely afraid or have some type of irrational fear of, of people who are transphobic. But just because you raise legitimate questions like how I just raised, right? And I even took the term to, to even list all the different types of, you know, genders out there. And I tell you what, most of them just kind of blend into one kind of big cloudy mess, right? And you have a few, I think, like maybe the intersex one, which I think can be more scientific than the others. But, you know, things like gender variant, gender queer, gender fluid, by gender, gender expression, gender queer, they all kind of seem as though it's kind of the same thing, right? I don't know, people. It seems like we're living in a day and age where people are just getting more confused as the minutes go by. They really don't know what a man or a woman is right now. And if you tell them what a real man or a real woman is, you know, they get really offended. You know, it's really funny. Like, um, there was a, you know, I, <laughs> I met this guy what would you say? Be very cordial to them. I met this guy over in Chinatown, and he was a transgender male. And I told him there he was at the flower shop, and uh, he was trying to be too masculine with me. He came up to me and said, "Hey, man, why don't we go around this place and go check out some chicks?" <laughs> and I don't even know this person, right? It's obviously a girl trying to be a guy. And I told him, I said, "You're not a real guy, right?" I told him that, right? And he said. She goes, no, 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 no. Uh, you know, don't, don't say that, don't say that. She says, look, I know you're not a real guy because you're like really, 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 you know, really, really petite. But that's okay. That's okay. Whatever you want to identify yourself as, you know, you can be. I said, you really be. But I told her, you will never be a man as much as you try. And she said, well, I find that very offensive. Like, you told me that. You know, I find it very, very offensive. I find it very offensive that I ran into a transphobic person who won't accept me for who I am. So I told this gentleman, <laughs> we'll just use that word, that in order to be a guy, you got to be stupid. Now, many guys, many males I know, I don't know one male who doesn't, we all do stupid things. Like we do stupid things. Like, let me describe to you some of the stupid things I've done. I've jumped my bike off of my wall, my regular bicycle off my wall, fell off the wall just because I wanted to. <laughs> okay, I wanted to see if I could do it, right? Um, you know, I've, uh, I've basically done a lot of stupid things because I just wanted to. And I told her that, right? And she says, well, I say, oh, this gentleman said... Why would anyone want to do that? And I said, I don't know. I can't explain it. It's because I'm a guy. And all you women out there, you know your boyfriends or your husbands have done stupid things which they can't explain. Why'd you do that for? You know, women will always ask, why'd you do that for? And you answer, men ask me, I don't know why I did it. I don't know. It was cool. 
My other friend did it. It was pretty neat. <laughs> that's the only thing. And women will never understand that. And that's why I told this female, I mean, this gentleman, you will never be a man because you think too much. You analyze things too much. You, you think with your brain. You won't just jump off the roof because your friend said you can't do it. Right? You, won't, you won't jump your bike onto a picnic table and maybe crash into it because your friend said, I bet you can't do this. <laughs> right? They won't do that. They won't do that. So, you know, she just walked off, by the way, after I told her that, right? But this is the thing. This is what males do, right? You can't reprogram a male's brain. And if, if he actually goes and becomes a transgender woman, he will still continue doing those stupid things. Alrighty, I am out of here. It's getting real late right now. It's 4.39 a.m. in the morning. I better go to bed. Talk to you later, people. All right, everyone, that's it for today. I had fun podcasting. If you like what you hear, please share my podcast. If you can't find me, look on your favorite podcast platform and look for BBQ2 Movies. That's BBQ T.O. Movies. Yeah, the T.O. is not the number two, by the way. It is T.O., like Terrell Owens. So that's BBQ2 Movies. Catch you around.